Good morning, everyone. This is Johnny Tan, author of From My Mama's Kitchen, Food for the Soul, Recipes for Living. Happy Wednesday and welcome to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk radio show. Here's a quick announcement. Our much heart-centered and passion-driven Inspiration for Better Living digital magazine designed to help moms build a better future for themselves, their families, and loved ones is currently available at inspirationsforbetterliving.com. As an expansion of International Women's Day, this month's theme is Women Empowerment, My Journey. The magazine offers inspirational stories from our dedicated team of experts to help you navigate your current situation with confidence in your motherhood journey as the COO, if not the CEO, of your family. So please go to inspirationsforbetterliving.com and treat yourself to some engaging, entertaining, and enlightening stories. You deserve it. As for our radio show today, my guest for this morning is Susan Miller. Susan is an American and internationally known astrologer, author, columnist, and TV personality. She is the go-to astrologer with detailed and highly accurate predictions. She has appeared on Good Morning America, The View, Access Hollywood, Yahoo.com, Washington Post, Entertainment Tonight, Fox and Friends, CBS National, CNN's American Morning, CNBC's On the Money, and ESPN. Her articles are in the Huffington Post, Wall Street Journal, New York Observer, New York Times, New York's Daily News, and she has been featured in magazines in China, Spain, Brazil, Italy, the UK, and Turkey. Susan is a monthly contributing editor to nine international magazines, including Vogue Japan, Vogue China, Vogue Germany, and Amica Italy. She is the author of 10 best-selling books and calendars. Susan also offers a popular smartphone apps, Daily Horoscope, Astrology Zone, plus more by Susan Miller on the Apple App Store and Google Play. Collectively, Susan has well over 17 million readers from both her website, Astrology Zone, and mobile apps. Her achievement and contribution to astrology has made her the authority in the field to the stars. So since March is International Women Empowerment Celebration Month, Susan and I will be having a conversation about her remarkable life's journey and insights into astrology and how the divination of stars and planet movements can help us in our pursuit of happiness, blessings, and abundance. Good morning, Susan. Welcome <laughs> to From My Mom's Kitchen Talk Radio. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you for that introduction. It's exhausting to listen. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I do all that. Who is that? But it's all true. But when you hear it all at once, it's crazy. <laughs> I understand. It's my pleasure um, to have you on the air with me. I have to admit, I happened to stumble on Astrology Zone several years ago while looking for guidance and have uh, since, over the years, been an on and off reader of such amazing, insightful work. So thank you so much well, for that. <laughs> you know, I have 40% male readers. Oh, so wow. So your mm-hmm. listeners should uh, encourage their boyfriends and husbands and brothers <laughs> to come on too, and their fathers, sure. <laughs> there you go. We're all looking for solutions, right? So we're solutions-oriented. Yeah. So whatever we're doing is that we're looking for whatever we could find to help to get to the bottom yeah. line. How's that? <laughs> and now I am obviously very excited to have you join me in an hour-long kitchen table conversation. So <laughs> let us start by getting to know you a little bit better. Kind of give us a quick walkthrough of your life from childhood to the present moment. Things are major highlights for you, so to speak. I was born with a terrible birth defect that was mm-hmm. life-threatening. And the doctors didn't know what it was. And you know doctors, they tend to blame you. You need a psychiatrist. <laughs> you want to stay home from school. And and now I know what it must feel like when you're a prisoner and you're unjustly accused, you know. Mm-hmm. It, but my parents always believed me. They knew. What it turned out to be was internal bleeding at a horrific mm-hmm. rate. Uh, mm-hmm. Since then, uh, they found it when I was 14. I was in the hospital 11 months, and then I had to go through physical therapy for two and a half years. And I couldn't attend high school Mm-hmm. But the Board of Education works with kids like that. You had homeschool with a teacher coming once mm-hmm. a week for math and once a week for English for an hour. I changed it to just math. I could 
I could do English by myself. <laughs> but trigonometry, that's a whole other story. I do right. love math, but my mom mm-hmm. couldn't teach me that. So, sure, sure. you know, they, they worked with me, and I took my regions and SATs and all that. And then I went to NYU, and I, I first went into publishing. I worked for Life mm-hmm. Magazine as my first job before it closed. Oh, I still miss Life. Life was beautiful. And they had the greatest mm-hmm. photographers. And then I worked at Seventeen, Cosmopolitan. And then mm-hmm. I became an agent for commercial photographers. And uh, <laughs> the art directors knew that I knew astrology. And they said, call 911 and Susan will answer. <laughs> and I would come down and see them and say, what's wrong? What happened? My boyfriend broke up with me or my landlord sold the building, I need a new apartment, or we're having cutbacks here and I may lose my job, things like that. But I would always Mm -hmm. come in person and sit with them and do their trust for free, you know, because I had a job. I was an Mm -hmm. agent for photographers. I was doing great. Coca-Cola was my biggest client. And Mm -hmm. we did Mercedes-Benz and Audi and, you know, all kinds of wonderful clients. But my reputation was spreading. (laughs) And... um, (laughs) Time Incorporated took notice and they invited mm-hmm. me to be on their website. And mm-hmm. at the time, it was called Pathfinder. People mm-hmm. wrinkle their nose and squint and say, Pathfinder? That was pre-AOL. <laughs> and then when AOL came on the scene, they said an internet company is going to buy us. They wouldn't tell mm. us who. I said, wait a minute, you're going to buy the internet company. They said, no, they're buying us. I said, nobody buys Time Incorporated. They said they're, and it was the worst merger in history. I should have, t- I could have told them they were doing it on a totally clip, but mm-hmm. uh, they did it anyway. <laughs> but I had to leave, and I had doors slamming in my face. This mm-hmm. is where astrology helps. I, I had mm-hmm. hope in the chart that I would find someone who would put me on their servers because mm-hmm. the internet was so new when I started in 1995, mm-hmm. 26 years ago. I wasn't ready to be independent yet. So uh, Apple, who had written a story about me, very kind. I I thanked them by taking them to dinner, and they said, you're having trouble, Susie? We're going to help you. And they introduced (laughs) me to InfoSeek. InfoSeek became the Walt Disney Company Mm -hmm. a month later. I kept the talks going, and so I was on Go.com and ABC News for three years. And then I was ready to jump off a cliff <laughs> and just hire my own staff. And it was terrifying, you know, because you have to be sure you have enough money coming in. So I wrote five books for Barnes & Noble. <laughs> it was murder. It was so hard. But then I built up a stash so that I could pay people. So mm-hmm. I think every person who starts their own business has the same you know, meditation, mm-hmm. am I going to be able mm-hmm. to do this, you know? But, um, you know, I, because I, I used to run out of blood, money is blood when you're in business. You <laughs> run out of money, the patient yeah, dies. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, um, you know, so, but it's a, a really happy thing to be self-employed. I love it. But you have Wonderful. to be ready for it, you know. And Wonderful. some millennials ask me about that. And I said, well, you have to work for someone else first. And learn the <laughs> There world. you go. And then when you start your business, keep your job going until, you know, when I started Astrology Zone, I continued mm-hmm. to be the agent for six mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I was the sole breadwinner in my family of my two children. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I had them in private school in the New York system here. And then I paid for college and I paid the yeah. student loans. <laughs> and, you know, you have to have enough money coming in. But then yeah. the the website got too big and the agent work got too big and I had to choose mm. my children. Sure. Sure. That's fantastic. <laughs> that sounds really wonderful. When you were growing up, who were your major influences? Oh, definitely my mother. Mm-hmm. She gave me such inspiration. Mm-hmm. You know, when she'd come to see me, and I had these long hospital stays. That one year, the hospital was only one of many. Mm-hmm. And, and they were all like months at a time. And she, she'd she say, I remember her coming in with a pastel dress on. Never wear black when you go see a patient. <laughs> Don't wear black or brown. Wear something uh, happy, you know. Right, and right. Susie, when we break you out of jail, which is the hospital, <laughs> uh, you'll have 
so many pretty dresses and shoes along the side of the wall. Which shoes will I wear today? Remember, she's talking to a 14-year-old. Of course, she's going to talk about (laughs) shoes, right? And, And you'll have so many, and you'll be able to travel. Because with my illness, I could never travel. I couldn't even go to camp. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I really had to stay close to home because when I'd have an attack, I'd have to go to bed and not move an inch in mm-hmm. the bed for mm-hmm. six weeks. So I, I was kind of limited. You know, other people say, "Oh, I went to camp." I don't even know what that's like, <laughs> but it's okay because I got something right. else being alone a lot. I kind of like being. Alone. I think if you're a writer, you have to like being alone. Right. Right. Of the territory. <laughs> so true. So true. Yeah. Can you give us a brief history of astrology and why it fascinated well, you so much? That's such a good question because somebody asked me, was it started in California? <laughs> no. <laughs> it was started in Mesopotamia mm-hmm. 2,400 years, Babylonians in, uh, in Babylonia in Chaldea. And, um, and you know what's so interesting, and I had to write the history in one of my books, um, and I had a historian check it, and it was correct. Many countries were coming to the same conclusion mm-hmm. in a different way. Like the in India, they were developing Vedic astrology. I do Western astrology. Mm-hmm. But the mm-hmm. Chinese have their own system. It yes. looks simple, only the, the 12 different animals, but... They also incorporate fire, air, earth, water, and metal. What's metal? Anything found in the earth that has to be extracted, like oil, diamonds, mm-hmm. you know, things of that nature. And so it goes a 60-year cycle. But, uh, no, it's, it's fascinating. Did you know it, how it really started was the farmers began to realize very early on that there was a time to sow the seeds and a time to mm-hmm. reap and so the, the shepherds and the farmers would look up at the sky at night. There were no lights, like big cities. Um, they could see the stars better than we can. And mm-hmm. they started writing everything down, everything, eclipses, comets, the uh, solstice, and everything. And it became a big calendar for them. Mm-hmm. And they realized uh, April and May was a great time to plant seeds. And and September was the harvest, and and they began noticing more and more casual events, causal events happening from the stars down here on Earth. There is a connection, and you know what? We don't know why. We haven't figured out why yet. I will say that right up front. We don't <laughs> know why astrology works, but boy, does it! And I had asked my mother to teach me astrology, and she fought me. Said, no, 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 this is not a parlor game. You have to study for 12 years, or you won't know, you won't be any good. Right. And, and you're 14. You don't know what 12 years is. I said, Mama, I would do anything you said. I love you. No, no. And for a whole year, I kept begging her. She finally, you know how kids are. They never stop. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, come mm-hmm. on, teach me. So she did. I wanted to know if I'd ever walk again, because I had two mm-hmm. crutches and a big brace up to my hip. And I was going through all this endless physical therapy, which was grueling. It was painful. Mm-hmm. They put electrodes on me and everything because I was paralyzed from the knee down. They brought it back. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was a new technique. And I wanted to know, hmm, is there a rainbow? <laughs> but it, it, it worked. And she said, well, I don't want you reading to your friends before you're ready. I said, I don't have any friends. I don't go to school. <laughs> and, and she said, well, that's true. I, but it, it took a lot of persuasion. Sure. My mom is the German side of my family, so it must be mm-hmm. accurate, you know, and I love that, you know. <laughs> it must be accurate. Very, very interesting. My grandfather was an engineer, so. Very, very <laughs> and interesting. And the other side is Italian, so I have the passion and I have the good math skills. <laughs> the good news is from that, I mean, there's a lot of lineage in terms of the study of I guess, for lack of a better term, your mathematics or the theoretical physics, I guess that would be the word to yes. well, you know, yeah, numerology, a lot of those kind of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that astrologers use math. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's, that's how we make our predictions. NASA right. gives tables called an ephemeris, tells us where all the planets are. They know where Mars is, of course. Precisely. Doing, uh, to get there. 
They know right, where the moon right. is, where everything is. And they can, uh, you know, I have a planetary charts up to 2050. I could get mm-hmm. beyond that, but it doesn't seem necessary <laughs> 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 to buy some more ephemeris. <laughs> it's a little eerie to know that some of this is going to happen after I'm gone, but oh well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. interesting. Very, very yeah. interesting. When did that passion for astrology mingle with the business side of the equation? Because you went to college and you even mastered in business. So it's a sort of synergy there. Well, see, when I was learning the astrology from little mom, mm-hmm. I called her little mom because she was tiny. She was five foot one. <laughs> I had uh, so kind with big blue eyes. She, uh, it was a slow process. My father said to me, the Italian, the Sicilian, who's very practical, mm-hmm. better yeah. major in business because you'll always work if you major mm-hmm. in business. I thought of that, always work. What mm-hmm. a great sentence. So I said, okay, you're right. And it was hard because I went from junior high to college. Remember, I didn't attend high school. Right, I right. All through those years. And the guys wouldn't be friends with me. And they thought I was there to get married in those days. And, <laughs> right. Oh, boy. And if you're not part of a study group, you're kind of all by yourself on a little island. Mm-hmm. So I had to figure out a way for them to respect me. So I thought I'd run for office. So I said, mm-hmm. what does nobody want? What What is the one job nobody wants? Nobody wants to be treasurer. Oh, I could be treasurer. I'll be treasurer. <laughs> so I stood in front of the elevators where everybody had to file into the school through the two elevators. I said, vote for me. Vote for me. Here's my platform. Vote for me. Oh, pretty good platform. Well, I'll add more if you can think of something. No, it's a really good platform. And I kept winning. And then mm-hmm. the guys became friends with me, and I was in a study group. We did something else in between classes. But, <laughs> you know, there was no Facebook. I know. I sound right. like a little house on the prairie or something. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when we went to the library, you had paper cards, card files. But um, mm-hmm. with uh, in between classes, the guys played chess. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know how to play chess, again, you're a, a little black sheep, you know. So I asked the guys to teach me. I got really good at it, too. And to tell you the truth, I think learning to play chess was one of the best things I learned because you (laughs) must think ahead. What will one move cause another move cause another move? You have to think ahead in chess. I think it was the best thing I ever learned in college. True, very, very true. And the beauty of chess, too, is that it's not just forward, backward, sideways. It's angle, the L shape for the horse. Right. So it makes yeah. you think creatively, like you're right. And then the ripple effects of that. Yes. It causes a cascade of other moves mm-hmm. from your partner who's <laughs> trying to win. <laughs> no, it's good. I never learned how to play poker, but I hear that that's a good thing for people to learn also. <laughs> I got to wrangle a guy to help me. <laughs> Women tend to be afraid of it. I think I was. So I'll just get somebody to teach me. Oh. <laughs> uh. Very, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Let's talk about astrology. Is there a correlation between astrology and divine intelligence? That is such an interesting question. I'll put it this way. First of all, astrology Mm -hmm. is not religion. And Mm -hmm. religion is very necessary because religion Mm -hmm. teaches you ethics and to be kind to others and to live a wholesome life. I, I once wrote that on Twitter. I think it's necessary to live a wholesome life. And somebody wrote to me, what does wholesome mean? I thought, well, a life of integrity, <laughs> of caring, of right. um, doing the right thing, trying to follow the golden rule, you know, don't do, do unto mm-hmm. others as they would have unto you. I couldn't believe somebody was asking me that. <laughs> Boy, we've come a long <laughs> way. But So you need the religion. But astrology with its rich structure can give you several ways you can treat a problem or mm-hmm. several ways you can take advantage of some great stuff coming up. Sometimes we're so focused on a problem, we don't see all the wonderful things that are happening over to the left side because we're not paying attention. And right. so it's my job to show you what's good. And if you have a problem, and sometimes, you know, here in in my office, 
my assistant will say, why are you just staring at the screen? I said, well, I'm thinking, you know, um, Aquarius is in the briar patch this month and I have to get them out of the briar patch. I have to show them the root out. And, um, you know, it's, I feel it's not okay to just say this mm-hmm. will be a hard period. I have to give my readers options of how they can get out of that hard period because there's always a way, always, always a way. You know, I, I was listening to the news and, and they, I listen to it all the time, and this mm-hmm. cringe is so sad, horrible. Right. And this author was so interesting. He said there were so many times in history when the underdog won. Right. And even though they were outnumbered, outflanked, had, the other side had more money, but the, the underdog had more passion. Mm-hmm. And he said something else. He said it could take 10... Um, it, it, one soldier could kill 10 men, right? but it would take 10, 10, uh, it, it, somehow he reversed it and said, it's almost impossible to kill a woman because they're smart. They'll talk you out of it. <laughs> 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 Women have a way of disarming the other side. <laughs> That's true. And Very true. Says it's hard, you know, to, to outsmart a woman. And I thought, that's really nice. I got to get, I, I got to go back and find out who this author is and read this book. Cause <laughs> it sounds great. And it's all about the underdog winning. <laughs> it's true. As a matter of fact, I think there was several years ago, come to think of it, it might be at least a decade old, but in Africa, if I'm not mistaken, whether it's tribes and so forth, they were fighting each other. Yeah. And the women, the moms got together and, Respectfully, they withhold sex, basically. <laughs> and that took care of the problem in the heartbeat. Well, what happened wow. was they didn't want oh. to have their children dying, right? No. Yeah. Well, guess who's fighting yeah. the war, right? Yeah, uh, obviously, their own sons, right? Right. Yeah. Right. The sons, the husbands. So the husbands got an ego, but the sons, they are dying. And that part is horrific. Yeah. yeah, so it's amazing, the yeah. power, and it's interesting because it comes back to the ideas that a lot of people don't give women the credit that they should because a lot of cultures, I mean, certainly yeah. we grew up in a culture where several generations ago, the women uh, stay at home, and even in many cases right now, but they are the COO and CEO of the family. Yes, and there's not enough credit for Bringing up a life. You know, my daughter just gave birth to a baby on February 25th. Mm-hmm. So the baby is only a little over two weeks old. And she's nursing him. Right. And every two hours, a newborn has to eat because their stomach is the size of a walnut. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, Diana. And when staying out in Los Angeles where she lives, I'm going back mm-hmm. April 1st, but she, uh, I said, wow, that's not two hours yet. She said, Mommy, they counted from the minute you start feeding, and he feeds for 45 minutes. And then I have an hour and 15 minutes off, and then he cries again. And, it, and I said, you know that cry? He's so little, but he calls you. And he mm-hmm. doesn't think about, should I wake Mommy up or... Should I disturb mm-hmm. her? No, this is the very life force. I must mm-hmm. have my milk to survive. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm fascinated with that, the life force. And women are close to that life force. Even when you're, you're in labor, you feel mm-hmm. your body take over. It's like, let's say you say, you know, I've had enough of this for a while. I think I'll just go and take a rest. And, and, and the body says, no way. You are not moving from this until this baby's born, you know. And it's, a, it's an amazing experience, you know. And mm-hmm. you're very close and protective of that little life, that little mm-hmm. person who you know is so vulnerable, you know. Mm-hmm. But yet he's strong because he's so cute. You know? <laughs> there you go. So true. In their so cuteness, true. they're strong. That's you know, right. you just want to kiss them all day long. They're so soft and little. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I love so babies. So true. So true. 
listening to From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Citrus Radio, Blueberry Podcasting, TuneIn Radio, Mixcloud, Podchaser, Listen Notes, Hop Hopper. I'm Johnny Tan, your host, and here's a quick reminder to treat yourself to the March edition of our heart-centered and passion-driven Inspiration for Better Living digital magazine at inspirationsforbetterliving.com. My guest for this morning is Susan Miller. She is an American and internationally known astrologer, author, columnist, and TV personality. She is the go-to astrologer with detailed and highly accurate predictions. She has appeared on all the major TV news and entertainment networks here in the U.S. Susan offers a popular smartphone app, Daily Horoscope Astrology Zone, plus more by Susan Miller on the Apple App Store and Google Play. We're having a conversation about her remarkable life's journey and insights into astrology and how the divination of stars and planets' movement can help us in our pursuit of happiness, blessings, and abundance. Susan, what are the do's and don'ts of astrology? Well, you shouldn't make it a crutch. It should give okay. you inspiration and hope. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've all been tied to the railroad tracks and Popeye's nowhere to (laughs) like a little olive oil. We've all felt it. It's easy to think we don't have any options, but there's always something good going on in the chart. And I, to answer your other question, I think God Mm -hmm. gave us the planets Mm -hmm. to be able to come up with really good ideas. And, and by the way, we are systematically rewarded too, like the Aries and the Pisces, in 2022, are richly rewarded this year. They're going to have opportunities they never dreamed possible. But anyway, uh, you know the, um, the the planets are always moving, but mm-hmm. we're not supposed to set our alarm clock and kind of go to sleep until the bad aspect is over. <laughs> we're supposed to learn something from it and become stronger right. and wiser from it. So we're tested in different ways. I also believe that in life, over the course of your life, Mm -hmm. the universe will ask you, how much do you love your country? How much do you love your job? How much Mm -hmm. do you love the city you work in uh, and live in? Or do you not love it? And uh, do you need to change? Um, How much are you willing to fight for your children if, if your child needs special help? Whatever it is, you will be asked, how do you feel about this? And what are you willing to sacrifice? You know, and it's very clarifying, you know. And if, you're, if you don't love it, if you hate your job, then you should move on. You know, mm-hmm. my ex, my husband once said something. I was 25 years old. I was working at this job and they were treating women like, you know, you're there to get their coffee and right. <laughs> not much more into the phone. And uh, and I was complaining a lot. And my husband said to me, you're accepting the money of your employer and you owe him 100% to, to please them and to make them mm-hmm. happy. But if you're not happy, then you have to look for another job. But you can have your foot in two streams. But, uh, yeah, so – Everything in life goes towards strength. Mm-hmm. I've also seen, though, that when things look like they could go terribly bad, like in the Ukraine, mm-hmm. they can go right. They can go right. And uh, they can flip. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's, and the people are so inspirational. I love their culture. I love their president. And, um, you know, we're all trying to find new things to do. I know that all of us are looking for food, um, family-owned businesses that are run by Ukrainian people, mm-hmm. trying to shop there, uh, you know, and, and give them lots of business, you know. So mm-hmm. the groups are forming here in New York. I live in New York, but mm-hmm. I, I heard about one place in Texas that's a bakery. They're around the block every morning getting <laughs> things from this bakery so it's nice we have to support them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of young people say i don't know what i should be you know Mm -hmm. i I majored in english in college i don't know what to be the rising signs the sign Mm -hmm. that's rising on the eastern horizon as you're being born according to your time of birth 
place mm-hmm. of birth, longitude, latitude, and date, month, and year. That gives you big clues of where you'd be successful in, in, in at work, whether you should be a nurse or, a, you know, be in high tech or mm-hmm. whatever it is, it will tell you. And then your midheaven up by where the 12 is on a round clock, that's... Mm-hmm. Um, that's your ultimate contribution to the world, your legacy, what you'll be known for and what you contribute to others. This is a very nice spot in the chart. But that doesn't kick in until the end of your 30s and your 40s. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when you start to see that materialize. But you still mm-hmm. keep your rising sign, too. You can see lots of things. And Let's say you have Saturn in the house of love. You say, "Uh Mm uh-oh, that's not good. Saturn is the taskmaster. Yes, he is. He makes you work for everything you get, but he doesn't withhold love. He doesn't withhold children. That's the same house. It just means you have to start earlier. You know, if you want, women are, are trying to get pregnant later in life and it's harder and it's more expensive. And I think the media isn't making it clear that it's easier to get pregnant in your 20s than any other time. Mm -hmm. And if you Mm -hmm. don't have a partner and you haven't met anyone yet, you should freeze your eggs because then you can (laughs) always use them. Yeah, I really am a proponent. And it doesn't hurt. People have said, does it hurt? I asked Mm -hmm. my my daughters. They said, no, it doesn't hurt. They put you to sleep. And then they won't let you go home. You have to get a friend to drive you home. Sure. Or take a taxi, but you still need a somebody, a friend, to come get you. Mm-hmm. No, it, it says it was the easiest part of the whole process. <laughs> so, yeah, I recommend it because my number one letter is, can I have a baby? I'm mm. 37, I'm 38, I'm 39. Is it too late? Yeah. No, it's not too late, but, you know, the IVF costs $25,000. So right, right. you can avoid that if you have them earlier and also you have more luck with IVF if you've frozen your eggs earlier Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah I wish somebody would tell people this (laughs) you know find it out like oh you didn't do it 10 years ago you know I wish (laughs) it's not fair (laughs) and so I'm trying to spread the word (laughs) very very interesting Mm -hmm. so are you implying that you have lots of millennials as your subscribers I, I well, it's a free site, so I don't call it, I call them readers. They mm-hmm. um, no. Well, I have my biggest bulk is twenty five to thirty five, and then thirty five to forty nine. That's mm-hmm. a little bit less than the first group. Yes, uh, that yes. is the big big bulk. Then mm-hmm. I still have forty nine to fifty five, but then after sixty five, Johnny, it just drops off. Where right. are my older readers? They're welcome. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, some of them have said, you talk so much about career. Talk about something else. And this was a big problem during the pandemic. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, very interesting. I can't tell you to travel because what if you got mm-hmm. sick? I would feel terrible. I can't tell you to give a dinner party or a cocktail party or go to one because <laughs> it was very hard to write astrology right. during the past two years. Uh, and I always have in mind all my readers, you know, the young ones mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. mature. And, um, but I want to be a responsible person. People were saying, why are you telling us to get a vaccine? I'm like, well, I think it's a good idea. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Here I'm in yeah, trouble. Yeah. But, uh, you know, um, I, it's up to the person, but uh, it is safe. And uh, I, I just want to keep everybody well, you know. Yeah, just, I mean, you hit something very interesting, though, based on what you're telling me. And it's true. I think we're all uh, in that situation where I'm in trouble or I need an answer to a question, mm-hmm. right? And I want it right. to be crispy clear, whether yes. it's astrology or going to see mom, grandma, or even, for lack of a better term here, even, say, seeing a tarot lady or something, right? Yes. We want to have the exact answer. The interesting thing about it is that it's not necessarily, it's not the exact answer. What I've learned, actually, over the years, like I say, how I stumbled into your astrology mm-hmm. zone site was the fact that 
it rejuvenates my attitude, the positive side of the equation. Mm-hmm. Because my question would be like, why am I going through, for lack of a better yeah, term again, hell? Right? No. And you know what? You look out your window and everybody mm-hmm. looks like they're going to where they should be. Yeah. And everybody looks fine. And I'm not fine. And they're fine. Why am I the little outcast? Right. But actually, everybody has something that's on their mind. Maybe their mom is sick or maybe they're taking care of their mother and trying to work. And Mm -hmm. mothers have had a really hard time with this pandemic because they had to teach their children and help them with their homework and Mm -hmm. try to work if their employer let them work at home. And if they didn't let them work at home, maybe they lost their job. Like if they worked in a restaurant and then there was the anxiety I need more money coming in, you know, and it just was a hard time for for everyone, men mm-hmm, and women, mm-hmm, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, but women were trying to teach their kids stuff that they had never <laughs> learned themselves. You know? <laughs> so that was a bit tricky. I don't, I don't think remote learning is all that it's cracked up to be. I think it's mm-hmm, hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and um, you you need a, a classroom, you know. So, but luckily, we're coming out of it, but we're not fully out of it yet. They found another variant last mm-hmm. night. It's all over Europe, mm-hmm. and it's very contagious. So, mm-hmm. I think in September, we'll probably have to get another booster shot. And um, it's, you know, I looked up Google. Mm-hmm. When did the Spanish flu end? And you know what came up? One word with a period. Never. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the, the seasonal flu shot that we all get in September, October, that's for the Spanish flu. Sure, sure. So sure. Um, we'll probably have to get one for coronavirus, too. Well, it's a yeah. process of adaptation, and that's the uniqueness of it. And when I look at astrology in terms of reading your insightful information, I look at it as little dosages of positivity yes. that helps me to say, person. okay, that's hope. And what I look at it as, that's what it's all about. It motivates me to say, you know what? It is down, but you're not out. There's something right. else coming up here and let's get going. It's such a gift to be alive that we want to make <laughs> the most of it. and And we just can't give up. We have to be that little fighter. I remember when I had just come out of the operation and Mm -hmm. I was talking to my mom who was visiting me and I said, you know, I feel like I'm in a terrible storm on a raft and the waves are really high, like 15 feet. And I don't know where land is. I don't know which direction it is. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm in a fix. And, you know, and she said, you will reach land, and I will be waiting for you on that shore, and Mm -hmm. I will help you, but you will find it on your own. You will get there. I'm thinking my mother is always so positive, (laughs) but she was right. You know, I even said to my mother and father one night, they were having dinner, and I, I said, you know, what if I'm majoring in the wrong thing? What if... What if I don't become a success? What My father's looking up from, you know, he's eating steak and, and Italian mm-hmm. bread. He's breaking it off. And he's like, of course you're going to find your way. Of course you are. Mm-hmm. I said, well, how can you be so sure? My mother's bobbing her head. Yes, of course you will. Mm-hmm. He says, you're a Trentacosta. That was my maiden name. Mm-hmm. And he said, all of the Trentacostas find their way. <laughs> I said, well, what if I'm the exception and I fall through the cracks? He said, that couldn't happen. No, not in our family. You'll do fine. Don't don't be so worried about that. You're going to do great. And I thought they were delusional. Mm-hmm. How could they be so sure? But this is the family I came out of. And I think that's why I'm so optimistic, too. You know, I think so. I had a very encouraging family. I thought everybody had one. It wasn't mm-hmm. until I really grew up and was out in the world that I realized some people didn't have a happy family life, and that can be really tough if they didn't. Like even Oprah, she didn't mm-hmm. have the happiest uh, life. But whatever part of your life, I had the 
the health difficulties, and I still do have them every once in a while. Something flares up. But that is the area where you build your compassion for other people and your mm-hmm. insight. And, and you know, we, nobody has it perfect, although it may look that way on the surface. It's not it's just not, and you know what? I talk like to the janitor and I talk to mm-hmm. the CEO and they have the same questions. Will mm-hmm. my children be okay? Will, you know, will I always be there for them? And, you know, the very similar questions, you know, for it doesn't matter what your strata is in society. Can you give us a quick rundown of all the signs for the remainder yeah, of this year? Sure. Yeah, well, this year is really special. I love this year. And I didn't even mm-hmm. talk about 2021 because I knew it was a twin of 2020. I thought, oh, God, I don't want to tell people. But 20, 2022 is a really bright year. Right now, Jupiter's in Pisces. That means Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio, the water signs, are going to do exceptionally well. And mm-hmm. so will the earth signs because earth and water get along so well. Taurus, Virgo. So they have this extra luck until May 10th. Now, Mother's Day is May 8th, so it's easy to remember. Okay, until about Mother's Day. <laughs> then Jupiter goes into Aries, the entrepreneurial sign. And the Aries, Leo, Sagittarius have extra luck, but so do the air signs. Uh, Gemini, Libra, Aquarius, because air makes fire burn more brightly, so they're compatible. And uh, Aries, first of all, right now you're in a quiet, quiet zone. You're thinking about what you want to do next, but you're gathering thoughts and getting ready. Once you get to May 10th, you're ready to burst out of the gate. This is your best time, and it goes all the way to the end of October, not quite Halloween, but it's easy to remember. From Mother's Day to Halloween, that's your time. Then Jupiter comes back to Pisces at uh, the end of October all the way until December 20th. His last goodbye, he's packed his bags. Says, Do you have any more wishes? I'll help you grant them, you know. And so he, <laughs> he's like the, the uncle in Nutcracker, if you've ever seen it. He comes in and has all the little presents in all the pockets of his coat and all the little children dance around because they know that their uncle is so good to them. So that's Jupiter. Jupiter gives you gifts, and he has nothing in return. He gives you opportunity, optimism, happiness, health, travel, just everything. Then Jupiter goes back to Aries for the first four and a half months of 2023. Now, if you're one of those signs, you should think big and have your wish list ready. You will get opportunities you never dreamed possible. Now, Taurus. Taurus had a good career year last year. This year, it's time to make more friends. This year, it's not what you know, but who you know. Network of people who can help you get ahead if you need help. Or just just to have fun. Because last year, you didn't have a lot of time to have fun. You were working hard. But this year, more time to go out. I would like you to join a club. And I also would like you to get interested in social media, a new platform that you've never done. Like I tried Clubhouse. And it's just talking, mm-hmm. no writing. So that was fun. I'm going to try spaces on Twitter, also talking. But whatever, you know, if you've never done Twitter, mm-hmm. if you've never done Instagram, try it. Uh, also, now we get into Gemini. Gemini has the best career aspects on the planet in the first part of the year. And then again at the end, November, December. Push hard in March, April, May. And then you can let go a little and have fun in the middle of the year. And then, again, you get more opportunity, especially in December. Cancer. Cancer, you've been up against a lack of cooperation from a lot of people and and critical people. You've come through several years of, you know, really battling headwinds. That's dying down now. It's better, better, better. Even your partner is paying more attention to you, glory, hallelujah. It's been like your partner's been a little, you know, distracted, but now you're getting the support you've wanted. And you get extra luck from foreign people, foreign places. That includes immigration and green card and visa and 
passport, but uh, you also have luck with higher education. You have a lot of things that you have luck with, publishing and broadcasting. Maybe you want to do a podcast. Hey, this would be the year to do it. And uh, this, once Jupiter goes into Aries, your name is going to be in lights. You're going to have what Gemini has now. Your name in lights, your career is going skyrocketing, and you can't believe it. Like, wow, but you've set up the momentum and that's going to really pick up speed. You've already done a lot of the work, so you'll see the outcome. Uh, Leo, uh, Leo, your investments are starting to pay off. Well, what if you say, well, I don't have any stock. Oh, God. No, no, don't worry about that. Maybe you invested in your education or your child's education or you invested in a house. Whatever you invested in starts to pay off. Okay, and then uh, you will be able to travel. This makes Leo happy. They don't like to be cooped up in the house. And (laughs) believe it or not, you will be able to travel. Just check the infection rates of where you want to go if you want to go someplace exotic. Maybe they have nothing. Maybe (laughs) nobody's ever gotten sick there. That could be good. Then you could go in peace. Virgos have the best marriage aspects. What if you say, well, wow, I'm single. You think I'll get engaged? I say, yep, I do. I think you'll get engaged either now or for Christmas. Christmas is a great time for you right before Christmas, not after the 20th. So maybe you, 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 know, you get the proposal and you get the ring and you tell your family at Christmas, but the engagement takes place a little bit before. Um, if you say, well, I'm already married, what about me? Well, your your mate does really well, really well, and you both benefit. And if you say, look, I'm not interested in marriage, I'm not married, I don't date anybody, this is not going to happen, you can use this for business to to get a new lawyer, a new accountant, anyone who works one-on-one with you, any professional, even a doctor, anyone who works one-on-one, an agent, a publicist, Anybody who who works with you, a wedding planner, these mm-hmm. people are gems, and they make you look better. Um, a decorator. <laughs> now, Libra. <laughs> Libra, you have so many wonderful assignments coming your way. Actually, the other people in your company are going to be jealous. How come she gets all the best assignments? Well, she earned them. <laughs> you're the, the boss's pet, and you're getting everything. Or if you're self-employed, don't worry. The phone's going to ring, and you're going to have lots of business coming in. This is also the best year in 12 to lose weight. So if you added a few pandemic pounds, you could get rid of them now. You know, just start getting rid of the processed food in your diet. Very simple. That's all you have to do. You don't have to count calories or anything. Get rid of the processed food. Just eat natural food. You're going to lose weight. Um, The next sign is, oh, Scorpio. Scorpio, you're going to be happy to hear this. You won the jackpot. You have the best (laughs) love year on the planet. I mean, you could fall in love this year easily. If you wanted a baby, this is the year to have the baby. And this this counts, you know, if you have Scorpio rising or if you are a Scorpio born in October, November. The rising sign is the same as the sun sign, same forecast. So love, love, love. And if you're attached or married, that just means (laughs) that you love the person. You're going to do more together. You're going to be able to, to have fun for a change. Remember that? Yes coming back now with the Sagittarians it's all real estate real estate real estate this is the year to move or sell property or fix up property or decorate if you never got around to it or if you did and you want to freshen it up this is the year to do it I would like you to do it by the middle of May okay because what's happening Mm -hmm. after that love you get the same aspects that Scorpio has oh love 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 burning brightly all the way through October. And then the house gets great again. Maybe you start decorating for the holidays, having people over, you know, have a a dinner party or show up your cooking skills. And this is such a happy year for your personal life, Sagittarius. Now we have the little Capricorns. All the little Capricorns are learning to communicate with a sophisticated style. They may be writing a book or, or um, doing a podcast or, or doing an app. 
you know, I have mm-hmm. two apps. You just put in Susan Miller and you get them. Um, I have a free one, by the way, so all your listeners should get the free one. Just put in Susan Miller <laughs> in the Apple App Store or Google Play and look for me wearing a white blouse and smiling. I'm the second one down in both cases. <laughs> Okay, Wonderful. somebody pays to be above me to confuse you. Don't let them. Okay, <laughs> so, so Capricorn is all about communication, but you have real estate aspects in the middle of the year. And according to New York Magazine, most people move in May and June and July. Mm-hmm. I guess it's because their children are out of school. But you say, well, I don't have any children. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The market gets more liquid and people start moving around. So Middle of the year, I actually like April for Capricorn to look for a house that would or an apartment, condo, rental, summer house. How about that? If you love your house, get us rent a summer place where the whole family can come, even if it's just for a week or two. I'll have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, Aquarius. Okay, you were the golden child last year. See, this year it's Pisces and Aries, but no tears on your pillow because you're making money hand over fist. Oh, Miss Moneybags, this is Aquarius. Right now, everything you're touching is turning to gold. And it all refers back to what seeds you planted last year. You weren't sure if those seeds were going to come up in the garden. Well, now you're seeing you're having a bountiful harvest. This is your time. And you you could pay off bills and still have money left for you to decide if you want to save some or maybe buy a designer bag or something, something you've had your eye on. This is your year. So that's all the signs. Fantastic. That sounds really terrific. Does astrology (laughs) influence fashion styles and fabric colors? Yes. I was thinking about that just this morning. Pisces has made the florals and the softness and the ruffles and the organza and the semi-sheer fabrics, mm-hmm. but Jupiter's going into Aries, and Aries is the soldier, so we're all going to be walking around with army boots and, <laughs> and cargo pants, so it's a more sporty style, <laughs> you know, and more neutral colors like olive, you know, but yeah. if you're, uh, but I'm more like the girly girl, I love florals, you know, mm-hmm. so, um, you know, if if you want to find all feminine things then shop between now and May 10th and then again at Christmas and then the middle of the year you can pick up some really cute sporty things so that's how it will be and red will be an important color in the middle of the year and olive green whereas now um, the blues and the yellows and the more pastel-y and the florals are, are yeah because of where Jupiter is yeah mm-hmm Fantastic. Where can someone go to get more information about you, your services, buy your books, and keep up with your latest happenings? <laughs> they should listen to you. You've been pretty terrible. <laughs> Tune in to Johnny Tan. No, just um, it's really not about me. It's about my readers, and I want mm-hmm. them to read about themselves. See, one thing we haven't told the audience is I write yes. 40,000 words a month, divided by 12 signs. So you'll get 3,000 words the, the monthly, uh, on the monthly. The monthly put me on the map. You get the app, the, the, whether it's the free app or the mm-hmm. paid subscription app, which is a dollar a week, uh, mm-hmm. four ninety nine a month. That's, we sell it by the month. Um, but the, the dailies are, are 80 words long if you, you're paying for it. If you don't pay for it, then it's shorter, like Twitter size. But mm-hmm. people find it very useful. But read my monthly because now we're kind of in the middle of the month. Take a look. How am I doing so far? We always have last month up, too. You can take a look at last month. Right, <laughs> right. Give right. me a grade on that. That's okay. <laughs> I'm used to that. Oh, are you kidding? When I go to book signings, people have binders, and they have my, all my forecasts printed out in binders, you know. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. It was funny. It was an unusual experience. I didn't <laughs> think anyone did that, but bless their hearts. Thank you, you know. But, um, yeah, I want you to just to – to read and be inspired by what you can do this month, every month. You know, I like to sew. 
and you mm-hmm. go into a fabric store and you get a beautiful piece of fabric and your mind starts racing. What can I do with this? What could I make from it? Well, time is the same way. You're mm-hmm. given a beautiful year. A year is a gift. And what could you do with it? What would you like to accomplish by the end of the year or by your next birthday? What, whatever, whatever signpost you want to give it. And what would you like to hold in your hand? What would you like to see happen? And when you start looking at life that way, it's easier to make goals. And you can make little goals. They don't have to be huge. It's overwhelming. Make little mm-hmm. you know what you know what, Johnny? Um, my daughter gave me a gift certificate for mm-hmm. one of those meal kits, blue apron, mm-hmm. you know where the box comes. Yeah. And I thought, Oh, I wonder if I'll have enough time. I'm writing so much. Well, <laughs> let me give it a try. It changed my life. The chopping, the cooking and they give you all the ingredients so you don't have to right. go to the store. And and all the food is so good. And I became such a good cook. I was always a good cook, but now I'm a whole <laughs> different layer because I've been exposed to different spices and different techniques, and they're all easy. They give you this great right. recipe card. And, and you know what? You, in the human spirit, we want to feel like we're advancing on something. Mm-hmm. Take a college course online, or like I did. I took a cooking course not knowing I was doing it. <laughs> But and whatever it is, learn a language. They're, they're making mm-hmm. it easier now. Or uh, or read six books by the end of the year, classics mm-hmm. that you've always wanted to read. You know, it, it'll revitalize you and it'll be mm-hmm. different. You know, um, Turner Movie Classics came to me. They said, mm-hmm. we'd like you to do an astrology festival. You have to look at 12 movies. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, yes, if I must, you know. And it yeah. was Rebel Without a Cause, Butterfield mm-hmm. Day, all these movies I've never seen. People say, you never saw Rebel <laughs> Without a Cause. I'm like, no. And I had to see them because I had to host the show with Alicia mm-hmm. Malone, who is their regular. It was so much fun. It was mm-hmm. so invigorating. So mm-hmm. I say to your listeners, try something new, mm-hmm. whatever it is, even if it means going home from work a different route, just shake up the box. You just need a little change because we've all been doing the same thing for two years. You know? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've all had the exact same experience, you know, and and we're going to come out of it this summer, but we may go back in the whole, you know, mm-hmm. around Thanksgiving when people start, you know, traveling a lot. I was on my first airplane last uh, month when I went to see mm-hmm. my daughter, you know, and her baby, and I'm going out again. So, but you be careful. You wear the KN95 and you, you mm-hmm. know, you just follow all the rules and you'll be okay. You know, we have to learn to kind of deal with this. It's here. So we'll right. watch because it is all over Europe and in China now, the new variant. And they're actually right. locking down in China. The, mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? The factory yes. that supplies yes. the mm-hmm. apple? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So very, very they're good about getting right on top <laughs> of it, you know. And we're, we can still have fun. We, we you know, we, we can right. still find ways to have fun, definitely. Yeah. Wonderful. So um, as we close this hour... Since our show is about people, family, and living life, would you like to share a recipe for living with our listeners this morning? Well, I told my children, that's a very nice question. I say, kids, the key to happiness is really creativity. If you could point to something and say, I made that, I wrote that, I developed that, whatever it is, that you brought something into being that's new. I think that's the happiest thing. You know, money gets old. No matter how Mm -hmm. much you make, it's just, I don't think money, you need money. Oh, don't get me, you know, um, wrong here. (laughs) You need enough money to live and to take care of yourself or else you get sick. You know, of course, you need enough money coming in. But what really feeds your soul is love and creativity those two, to have someone to love. And it could be a child. It doesn't have to be a romantic partner. Mm -hmm. You know, it could be anyone. I loved my mother so much. You know, to have a loving circle of people around you 
and and to have that creativity. So think of something you could make or write or, you know, poetry is coming back big time Mm -hmm. thanks to Amanda uh, Gorham. (laughs) (laughs) She's inspiring us to take pen to paper. But just, you know, just give something a try and um, I think you'll be happy for (laughs) You're probably happy Fantastic. Now, but you're <laughs> Susan, thank you for the great recipe for living and for spending this hour with me on From My Mama's Kitchen Talk Radio. To all uh-huh. our listeners, please join me next Wednesday morning, March 23rd at 10 a.m. Central Time, U.S. My guest will be Amy Newmark, the publisher and editor-in-chief for Chicken Soup for the Soul. Amy and I will be having a conversation about their latest release, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Kindness Matters, 101 Feel Good Stories of Compassion and Paying It Forward. For additional information about this show and future shows, please go to FromMyMama'sKitchenTalkRadio.com. Thank you for listening and have a very blessed week. Susan, it's been a true pleasure. <laughs> thank you again and oh, have a very blessed day. For, thank you for inviting me. This has been just the greatest. And I will have my readers who follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Well, listen. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.